What's up, Freaks? Welcome back to the Freaks Podcast. It's 2019. In the studio today, we have Axel One from Berlin Metal TV. We're going to talk about whether or not this is going to be the biggest year in metal. Stay tuned, Freaks. What's up, Freaks? Welcome back to the Freaks TV podcast. It's 2019, so Happy New Year. We hope you guys had a good holiday break. So we're back in the studio. Today I got my man Kai on the controls. Hi. And special guest, Axel One. Hi. All right, so before we jump into the meat of the show today, I think we have to address, like, uh, make a little update, because on the last show we talked about the controversy between this photographer and arch enemy and there has been some resolution to that which is not so nice what happened kai yeah in the end it's not so nice and we uh, when we talked about it didn't we all like agree uh, that there that there are many artists involved you have a musical artist you have the photographer who is an artist but then you have uh, the woman who did the clothes, who are also an artist, and maybe she saw her art represented, so in some kind of way there was we had an understanding for her too. So yeah, the lesson, the lesson of the internet is that the uh, costume designer um, received so much hate over the internet, uh, which was really disgusting. So she decided to close her. Um, store or maybe her existence because she was like alone doing the thing it was not like more a shop she was a designer and yeah this is something super sad and um again the photographer he was sad that this happened and um manager of arch enemy uh, was kicking back to the photographer so this was a very sad development of the story where we talked to and in the end i mean what's What's the take on this? So Yeah, I mean, I guess Arch Enemy's position just stayed the same, you know, in the end. And they don't take any responsibility for what happened to the, the clothing company. They just blame, you know, the photographer for making a fuss, which led to this. Um, and I think it's a little unfortunate that they, that they <laughs> like, come to, like, like a realistic uh, summary of what happened and and, ex and and sort of accept it, but instead they just they're just sticking to their guns and sticking to their story. So there's no resolution. You can't have a resolution if that's the case. Absolutely, and it's a shame for the the wardrobe person who just basically got caught up, you know, naively in the in in the situation. You know, probably didn't give it thought twice that she was you know, doing anything wrong, reposting the, the photo in the first place. Yeah, which is okay, yeah. which happens, and there was a way out. And yeah, it, and it, when uh, researching, I found on uh, Instagram that a guy, I can name his name, the book lover Nick says, finally there is some justice in the world, Thunderbolt clothing are closing due to the photograph arch enemy debacle, which 
That's it's not, not justice. It's not justice. No. Whom is doing that any good? Yeah. N nobody. Yeah. Not I the don't, photographer. I don't fault the wardrobe person at all. Yeah, no. I mean, no. Arch Enemy, I think, is more uh, the reason that she closed, if anything, because it created so much um, divisiveness. And I'd like to say that we, we, t we discussed this in, the, in that episode that there's always this disconnect between communication when you have an organization like a band, you know, and Angela also said that when she saw it, she was just like some lawyer threatening and she got mad and responded. So it was exactly what we said. It was like this, you know, she got a message that didn't, she didn't fully understand or really understand where it was coming from or who it was coming from and just reacted to it. But the way how she reacted was like, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's like an argument to, you know, like sort these things out when you have these these bands and all these gatekeepers and all this stuff, because in the end, somebody somewhat innocent, you know, gets hurt and the machine of the band rolls on and just puts the blame on you know, the other guy for pointing out the error. Yeah. Shout outs to uh, uh, Marta, Marta Gabriel, yeah. the costume designer. I hope that she'll just rebrand. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's not going to stop making costumes, is she? I mean, Marta, I hope that Marta please don't stop. Just, yeah, don't stop. Just, yeah, maybe come up with a new logo and a new brand. Thunder, thunder, thundercat clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. And, and yeah, I think, that may be necessary like the brand is tarnished but her name's not tarnished you know just maybe the brand because of the situation so hopefully she can yeah reopen in a new way the big topic that everybody's reporting on and it's starting to feel like clickbait is 2019 is going to be the biggest year in metal of all time ever all time axel <laughs> what do you think um as i told you before i'm not really into metal like the last two years and i'm i'm just coming back and kai sent me a list of uh, all the bands that are coming up with new albums and i tried to get through it and i i um really don't know much of them anymore <laughs> and but but I'm excited as, as well because uh when I come back with metal TV I have to listen to metal again <laughs> so exciting for me time to now you have a little a guidebook to uh, get you back in so that you're uh hip with the with the kids yeah who, I, who I know some metals. names like fever 333 or ghost main <laughs> I never heard of many of these. Yeah, we, so we have the list in front of us, and we're all like kind of looking at it. So the one on the top, which I think is probably the the biggest baby metal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two maybe the second biggest release this year after baby metal would probably be the um, Chinese Democracy Tool album. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what to what to say about it? People are bitching about it since 10 years. There are memes. So, as you said, after Chinese democracy, this is like, 
I think the one album people are waiting for. I mean, this century. I don't know. Maybe there was a, another album people waited for in the 70s. I don't know. But everybody was waiting for a Tool album. And I don't even know how long it's been now since, what was it, 10,000 Days? 2008. 2008. How long are 10,000 Days? Um, Wait. <laughs> hold on. Are you suggesting that maybe there is a relation to 10,000 Days and to when they're going to release the album? Doubtful. Uh, let me just... 10, 27 years. 27 years? Yeah, it's like... Well, uh, they probably need that to finish the mixing. So the latest that we've heard <laughs> as of recording this is that Maynard said he finished vocal tracks, vocal tracking. And then even somebody else said vocals were already done last year. And he, as always, is just trolling the fan base. Yeah. In the end, you kind of have to give them credit that they don't give a shit about all the hype. I mean, they easily could have put out a rubbish album anytime, but they just did not want to and had other things to do. So in the end, it doesn't even matter. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> and I don't <Sorry>. like it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so, I mean, the new Tool album... Well, what do you guys think of Tool? I mean, I guess that's the point to jump in. I'm usually the prog guy, but uh, Tool is not my favorite band. I mean, for me, it's one of my favorite bands. And uh, they they changed their style. They created something new. Maybe they've grown bigger than they are because they have not put out an album. Doesn't that sometimes happen too? Like, uh, because they couldn't like ruin their reputation maybe at least of the old albums. Hmm. So uh, I think it's an, an somehow intellectual metal band, which yeah. you don't have so much these days. It's kind of mainstream, but still proggy. But mainstream, I mean, still poppy and stuff. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it's Tool. Mm. So it's, it's hard to say in a few sentences what Tool means to me or to maybe other people. Axel, do you like Tool? Axel, um, had you heard of Tool before? <laughs> yeah, I heard of them. But, but but shame on the guy who's doing Berlin Metal TV because I've never been listening to Tool. Ah, never. Okay. I was using Tools when I was building my uh, like bed or stuff, but I never listened to Tool. You uh, never so listened sorry. to your Tools? <laughs> uh, okay, so going down the list then, um, I, I see some big names. I'll just call out the stuff that I'm excited about. Um, New Baroness record. Super excited about a new Baroness record. And this time it'll have the new guitar player. Oh, yeah, G Gina. Gina. I thought she was in uh, the Las Vegas Michael Jackson show. Ah, yeah, that. And also she was the guitar player in Cirque du Soleil. So she's got some real, like, stage show yeah, chops. Isn't, isn't that great? So, hey, which bands have you played before? Yeah, the Cirque du Soleil band. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like you start playing in front of 18,000 people or however many people go yeah. to those. So, and I wonder if she, I mean, I think John Baisley was, like, the main writer. So I wonder how much of her writing appears on the album. It would be so great to have an interview with her, how that changed. I mean, because mm. when she worked for Cirque du Soleil or other Las Vegas shows, 
I think she had nothing to do, I just presume, nothing to do with the writing. And now she's in a more or less democratic band. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Baroness, what color will it be, Randy? Yeah. What, what, uh, what colors are there? What colors are left? Like mustard yellow? Oh, we had, we had well, yellow. Well, yeah, we had we, red, gre uh, blue, red, green, blue, yellow. Green and yellow, purple. purple black. You can't put out the black I thought, album. I thought the purple. <laughs> I thought the purple album was going to be the black album actually. because it was so mainstream and poppy, like the black album of Metallica. No, because they had this accident and uh, and the, like lost members and like came to a return. So I thought it was going to be something yeah. darker, but actually oh, the yeah, album is right. not that dark. It's actually quite uplifting somehow. The accident was after Yellow and Green was released. It was during this tour yeah. or d during that tour cycle. Uh, okay, in Bristol, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or maybe maybe an unfancy color like white, white or be beige sand. White is too fancy. Yeah, Sal and, there's, and there's also a white album from some band I so, yeah not too familiar with Rolling Stones. <laughs> uh, another big one for me, Dream Theater is releasing an album in February. Um, Crickets in the room. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> hey, Renny, why don't you go? Why don't you go in the other booth to the yeah. broadcast and proc yeah. in there? <laughs> Dario's waiting for me in the other booth, feeling lonely. I'll be right there, Dario. We'll talk about Dream Theater. Um, another proggy band, Gojira. Yeah. And also another proggy band, same, I mean, Baroness, Gojira, Mastodon, this is like modern, popular, sludgy prog, all of it. Did it. you just say popular and prog in the same sentence? Yeah, I do. <gasps> I mean, I always suck in judging bands how big they really are. Mm. Like, do they play a small venue? Do they have a lot of fans? Because... It's hard to tell because you're in your bubble nowadays when you follow a band on Facebook or not. But when we were on the Gujira concert two years ago, I think, when mm -hmm. we filmed with them, I was really surprised how big they are and how many not-so-metal people, if I'm allowed to say that, showed up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they didn't soften up. You know, nope. they're not like a band that was like, used to be death metal, and now they're, everything is clean vocals. They still scream and play heavy stuff. But, but they're beautiful. The Duplantier yeah. brothers. Hmm. There's that. And they know the Instagram games. They have a funny Instagram account. Oh, yeah. Maybe I mean, they yeah. They also made a lot of funny videos, like Evil, evil uh, Mario. Evil Mario, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's what I meant on the, on the Instagram account. Uh, okay. New Mastodon. I mean, the last album was 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 not that long ago, two thousand seventeen, sixteen. I guess seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, I, I remember an uh, interview with them. Yeah, and this was one of my favorite albums of that year. And but the, uh, it'll be interesting to, for them to come back because, it, I mean, if they just made that album then, and that was such a heavy like emotional emotional album because of all the they lost a number of family members to cancer and that's what the album's about so what it, do they already have another album ready does anybody know that for the list i uh, 
did not check proof all of the names. So, so it's uh, just bands you, you want to release an album. Yes, you're right. If you see the list, the list is even divided into two parts. The first part are all the bands I like, and the second <laughs> is not. <laughs> um, you don't like corn. Uh, I did like, <laughs> but it's not something I'm I'm waiting for. Yeah. I, I I don't know if they can like surprise me. Yeah, I went back and listened to the debut album recently, um, which is amazing. Yeah, but. Uh, but I also lost interest in. I think all the the first four albums, are, uh, at least until Follow the Leader, yeah, that really was very very good album. Um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, this is something I did not research, but uh, they are putting out an album every three months, so they will throw out an album uh, this year. Definitely, they just <laughs> have to. And yeah, Isis is uh, more of a joke because uh, people uh, in several forums on the internet were thinking about, oh, maybe ISIS is putting out an album because they had the reunion show. But I think Donald Trump said that there is no more ISIS, so I think there will be no ISIS <laughs> album. So, Welcome to Berlin Metal TV. <laughs> You're one of the joke writers. <laughs> If it doesn't work out for you at Freaks TV, uh, maybe you can move up to Berlin. And <clears throat> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been working out so far? <laughs> <clears throat> Silence again. Uh, who else on the list? I like. I like that Body Count's going to do another album. I mean, that's pretty fast. That was also uh, one of my faves from last year. But I mean, this isn't a. Very, this is a short album cycle. One and a half years. Release an album in 2017. Tour 2019. The next album's already coming out. Isn't that something we also talked about when we talked about the uh, biggest albums of 2018? Yeah, you, these days you put out an album to have uh, reason and justification to go on tour. So yeah. if you have a momentum, and Body Count definitely has one, I think, uh, yeah. because uh, yeah, great albums. So why not continue there? And maybe that counts for all of the bands. Like... Deftones are bringing out an album too, and uh, there was some silence around Deftones maybe five years ago. So yeah. there was a solo album with Chino, and now they put out great albums again. So yeah. And speaking of Korn, that's one 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 of my '90s bands which I still like. The Deftones, comparing to Korn or ah, Slipknot. Okay. Yeah. To close this from my perspective, I think I'm looking mostly forward to the new Russian Circles album because mm. I really really love the band and. Uh, they never really disappointed me, so I put all my hopes there because I don't want to disappoint it by a band if I'm hoping for an album. Axel, are you? Have you found something in the list where you said, "Oh, cool! Finally, an uh, album by Whitechapel again"? Or? Uh, actually, not because, uh, as I said, I'm I I wasn't really into metal the last two years. I, I lost my my belief in metal, <laughs> and now I have to to find it again. But um, welcome yeah, back. like the like the popular ones like uh, Rammstein, of course. I, I really want to know what they are sounding like uh, ten years after Liebes für alle da, and what what the lyrics are about. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, told me that uh, he uh, listened to one of the songs actually, and it was like ficken. And ficking and ficking, mm -hmm. uh, but maybe he meant uh, Lindemann featuring Haftbefehl. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I don't know, Children of Bottom, I'm I'm totally out. Um, Bring Me the Horizon, I actually listened to and don't like it because it's not metal. Um, What is it? It's like uh, they, they released two songs uh, before, like uh, Mantra and uh, Beautiful Life. And they they had guitars in it, and it was like a good promo move to to release them at first, because it you you could think that uh, the next album is metal again, <laughs> but the the next eight songs that will follow uh, don't have any guitar in. <laughs> It's like only um, electronic music. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> genau. <laughs> um. So uh, I don't know. Um, I'm on a month, we yay, Chris Butch Engage. What, you pointed at me? Um, yeah, are you uh, are you looking forward to the new Amon and Marth album? Um, I, I, I lost it uh, at uh, with Odin on our side. Mm -hmm. so after that, uh, it was... They released a documentary this year. Was it a documentary? Uh, I, I thought it was only a live gig from Summer Breeze... Seven no, no, I think team. they incorporated that footage. Our Mickey, one of our camera guys, shot the premiere in okay. Munich with the band. And I think it's like a documentary about their history as a band, where they come from. And then inner cut is some shots of the, of the live show from Summer Breeze and maybe okay. some other shows. Yeah, but, sounds interesting. But somebody was complaining, either in the audience or online or something, that there's not enough concert. Okay. You know, like, there's not more songs. Yeah, then go to YouTube, man. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> that's not why you watch the documentary. No, but th that sounds interesting, because yeah. I, I listened to them, and yeah, they, they had a live DVD, like, uh, Fate Note. I don't know what was it called, in 2006. And I was totally into the Viking stuff, and I'm on the mouth where my, my heroes Uh, I, I went to see how they are now. But yeah, it, yeah I, I met uh, you on Heck like 2017. On a, on a music video shoot, right? Uh, that, yeah, that was earlier. And then oh, afterwards okay. uh, for the, the Yom's Viking um, oh, yeah. promo days where mm -hmm. they uh, recorded a song with Doro. Oh, yeah. Doro Pesh. We, we filmed with them when they were on that tour. Yeah, with Jumps Viking, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of documentaries or movies that are coming out in 2019 oh, that are oh, metal lots related. Of Absolutely, yeah. There is. This is. I wanted to put it on the list too. There. Uh, I thought oh, it was on the list. There is. Did I put it on the list? Did Doesn't I matter. Put it on I, thought, the list? I thought you. Were, I think you wrote it in there at some point. Anyway. So yeah. Two, I think we have to speak about two movies. One little shout out to our homeboy Remy Malek for. Mm. Uh, Winning a Golden Globe last night for yeah. uh, best best metal performance in a drama uh, for <laughs> best Bohemian metal Rhapsody. performance at Wembley, <laughs> and um, yeah, and the uh, black metal uh, documentary is coming out this year. The movie by the um, it's not a documentary. It's a it's yeah, a movie. Right. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah, based based on the book, which is like two journalists wrote the his, the story of all the it's sensationalists. It's like uh, 20 years old, right? It's from 1998. The It's book. the late 90s, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember reading it a long time ago, at least early 2000s. And um, it's with uh, Wilson Gonzalez, Ochsenknecht. Yeah, Wilson Gonzalez, Ochsenknecht. 
I met who, him several times. He's a nice guy. More, who's more black metal than Wilson <laughs> Gonzalez? Maybe they, but actually he listens to metal. So maybe there's another Ochsenknecht, like Jimmy Black Ochsenknecht. <laughs> Good one. There's already been some reviews, at least from the German metal hammer. And I they think. all hate it? I haven't, I, I actually didn't read it. I just saw headlines like people were reviewing it. I, I typically don't read the reviews but because I would want to see the film trailers. and don't want to. I mean, I know the story. I read the book. Is it going to be as good as the book? <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the teaser trailers uh, oh, yeah. of the, like, like two or stuff. Um, and the, the actors looked like, uh, yeah, like actors that uh, should look metal, but they Actually, you can see that they aren't metal, and was like ah. The, the scenery was put in like to like the, like Hollywoodish. It mm. was like uh, more uh, yeah, looked like the depressed metal guys from the late '90s or from the early '90s in Norway, and it's cold. And please do not smile. The hot topic. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I as long as I haven't seen the movie, I can't say anything. But in general, I think it's always if music is portrayed in television or in movies like performances or fans or anything it mostly sucks like if you have a concert scene that looks kind of too bright and shitty uh, and fans never look like even in all musical genres like it always looks cliche and not like very real i think there are a few examples uh, just to my mind i think the eight mile movie was like mm. i think that was very credible about the hip-hop scene and then there was this one series about uh It, which was set in the Berlin uh, techno electronic scene beat. I think these scenes were good, but everything like metal related always is a bit cliche. <laughs> yeah, And I think it's even more hard doing something on the uh, black metal genre where everybody always thinks, oh, that's not true. It was, yeah. it was different back in the day. Yeah, and also just because you said that it looked a little too clean. I mean, when you think of black metal, it, and it's, and if you read that book, it feels like it was written in eight millimeter. You know, like it's like gritty, and, and the music is so harsh and not pretty. And the production techniques of making that music was meant to be shitty. So you know, maybe it would be cool that the movie is also kind of made shitty, but you know. Nobody's going to finance that. Let's wait. Yeah, but let's go to the cinema all together. Yay. Ooh, yay. Yeah, we're going to do it. But, but Randy, you're right. Maybe like a production technique, which is more like dogma style, like early last from tier stuff, would be maybe more suitable to tell a story like this. But let's wait for it. Like shooting it with, with like a VHS cam? Shooting it with a VHS cam? Having like, like distorted sound? Why not? Why not? And maybe, maybe the cameraman is like the fourth character, like the fourth wall. Yeah. And nobody ever mentions him. So it's like uh, Cloverfield, <laughs> where there's like a guy with a camera filming what happened. Lords of Cloverfield, so it's going to be the fourth Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be released on January uh, 23rd. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, Red Fang's got a new album coming. I think we've kind of covered this, but what do you think? Do you really think 2019 is going to be the biggest year in metal, or is it just every two years is the biggest year in metal? <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't care about so much about the big names. 
So that's just, I mean, that's just my thing. Don't don't care if ACDC is putting another album out or not. So <gasps> um, I think everything is overshadowed by by the Tool release. Yeah. So if this if Tool would not release, which they won't, we uh, wouldn't be calling it the biggest <laughs> year, right? Yeah. It's just because of the Tool hype. Yeah. It would be just like, oh, look how what cool albums are coming out this year, which you could say every year because yeah. some albums will come out every year. But maybe it will be different to last year, just from the big names. Uh, yeah, I wanted to say, I, I guess it will be released this year. Um, King 810 from Flint, Michigan. Uh, I, I really loved the first two albums. And I guess they uh, will release a new album this year. And this is uh, what I'm waiting for. Because they are they, they are really hard. So they, they catch me with their attitude which is uh, kind of real because they are really from a murder town and they all are uh, like gangsters not that i'm saying uh, that it's good to be like that but uh i i felt it feels the, authentic yeah the, the music felt like you are, are into uh, a murder that was really hard yeah all that right it was a new single that's 2019 let's see if we if it's going to be the biggest disappointment in metal Let's see if any of these bands will pop up in our top of 2019 yeah. album ranking end of the year. <laughs> All right, coming up, we're going to get to know Axel One. Okay. Welcome back to Berlin Metal TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, welcome back to Berlin Metal TV. Um, no, you have not changed the dial. We are back uh, with the Freaks TV podcast, and we have Axel One from Berlin Metal TV in the house. Hello, Mister Axel. What is going on with Berlin Metal TV? Yeah, as I told you, I was like uh, lazy and depressed from YouTube and. Uh, I, I stopped recording videos and uh, focused on getting a bigger tummy. And now I am uh, annoyed of uh, the YouTube metal scene again. And I have to come back <laughs> with like uh, more hate. It needs a hero. Uh, I wouldn't say hero, like a villain. Like, <laughs> it, it needs a villain. <laughs> yeah. Is it getting too friendly out there? Yeah, I, I, I think they are all talking shit and stuff and I've, i thought like uh from 2010 to 2017 i was the one who has to talk shit and now there are more people talking shit so i have to come back talking more more shit so um i think you just summed it up but for anyone who has not watched this show um and i guess if they don't uh understand german then it might be tough but for the people who haven't watched it what is Berlin Metal TV in one or two sentences? One or two sentences? <laughs> you are talking with one me. or two. <laughs> uh, metal TV was was pretty much so. First off, we started like uh, Wayne's World, sitting on a couch, uh, drinking beer, and having like uh, local metal heroes from Berlin uh, to drink with us. And then, like five years later, we are started to. 
look like the the YouTubers uh, on on YouTube and uh, making like only interviews and. I was talking like uh, what is going on in the scene or like Lessons in Steel, explaining the people what music, making music is about, what what is it, uh, how much money you have to spend to record an album or what is it like to be on tour. That was, was metal, what Metal TV was about. Yeah, and uh, I will come back. I, I promise. I promise to come back in 2019. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back. So this is the reason that 2019 is the biggest year in metal. Maybe. Uh. And maybe, yeah. And I, I've got a co-host with me. So I found, found one uh, from back in the days I was working with. And he's going to be with me on Metal TV. So I'm not alone anymore. Because I guess people can get annoyed from my visage. And... Like from from his opinions and style, is he are are you guys gonna be like two of the same, or is do you feel like you'll have some opposing views on topics? Yeah, we we will um, totally. Um, I don't know the word. We we werden es trennen. Separate. Yeah, separate. Yeah, we will separate our topics. So he's more like the um, he's good with uh, language. He's uh, going to do more like lyric stuff, and I'm good with hate, and I will go to hate again. Like um, YouTubers who, who are doing like uh, the best ten lists, and uh, yeah, I, I will hate. So uh, you won't see a video from me where I say I like the album. I only review albums that I don't like. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. There's no concept yet, mm. but I guess in a few days. There will be one. So that's why you are looking forward to the new Rammstein record? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What have you been up to in the influencing world apart from since you left or since you put Berlin Metal TV on hiatus? What other projects have you been working on? Uh, like getting drunk all the time. That was <laughs> the most project. I so <laughs> that would be under the influencing. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't see myself as an influencer. Like uh, I I I worked on what uh, with Kai we were on Summer Breeze recording like uh, festival stuff. That's a secret. Yeah. Maybe one day someone will see that footage in the form of a maybe series. Maybe together with Berlin Metal TV and Freaks TV, or maybe not. Maybe maybe not. Maybe go Freaks TV yourself. So. Um, back to the, but but you've also been doing other stuff. I saw you did a campaign with Media Markt. Right, yeah, but that's well. uh, that was the third time in a row. Uh, so Media Markt uh, or it was Warner Music asked me me if I uh, can make like this uh, guessing the album cover, which is like blurred uh, with the people. Uh, and yeah, it's like fun working with them because it's at Wacken. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good in talking shit, so um, that was why I'm uh, was there the the third time in a row. I hopefully do this this year again, but uh, on Wacken maybe with you guys. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. But I said maybe not. Defin definitely. <laughs> and uh, don't, don't you have another thing going on at the moment? Something really, really beautifully shot. Yeah, and of course I've got a new uh, format called uh, B and Beauty, where. Uh, I, I put some makeup on my face and get drunk uh, <laughs> while. <laughs> It's like, is everything I talk about uh, about getting drunk? 
Yes. Maybe, maybe not. A lot. Uh, yeah, but it's fun. Getting drunk is fun, yeah. And uh, it's called Beer and Beauty. You can see it on my uh, Instagram and Facebook channel, Axel One. So just uh, look for it and uh, get drunk. Maybe. Maybe uh, no. What else, music-wise, are you? You're, what are you working on? Which bands are you involved with now? Uh, as far as I know, my band, uh, <laughs> We Butter the Bread with Butter, uh, is about to record a new album, but it's uh, pretty hard. Maybe it will uh, be released this year, maybe not. I'm so the other reason that 2019 is going to be the yeah, biggest year the, of metal. I, I haven't seen We Butter the Bread with Butter on your list. What's your problem, dude? So now everyone on the, uh, the 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 proggy guys now know why I'm not into metal <laughs> anymore because I'm playing and we butter the bread with butter, lel. No, um, yeah, and I I'm working on a, a solo career. So this is why I haven't done anything in the last two years because I got depressed and uh, because I hate the music industry and was too depressed to record songs and now I've got new energy but th this is what I'm working on maybe a new metal cover will drop in the next month where can people see these new metal covers uh, maybe if, first of all the old ones uh, on my YouTube channel Undercover it's only called Undercover maybe you should uh, look for a Falco metal cover or Matthias Reim metal cover Then you will find the uh, the channel, but I guess uh, looking for undercover is like too hard to find a, a channel like that. Okay, what other uh, projects do you see coming up in 2019, or things that you want to get into? Or I really think metal TV making uh, metal TV making metal covers and being beauty is enough for me because uh, next to that I have to work <laughs> like on a, on a normal job and. Um, little steps not too much if you hate the music business so much then maybe we get together for another show of this podcast talking about the music business of course we hope that you'll come back and enlighten us every time when I'm in Munich I will come to you and uh, we can talk about everything you want maybe one more time just for the audience where can they find you on the interwebs uh, just look for Berlin Metal TV it's like uh What is it? There, there is uh, nothing on it from the last two years, but uh, Berlin Metal TV is uh, great. Uh, Axel One on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and of course Undercover or Axel One Music on YouTube. I guess these are my channels. I'm not using Twitter. Hmm. I should. Yeah, maybe you should, because I always think Twitter is like the place for hate. Yeah, but but there are so many social media accounts I, yeah. you should work on, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's good for what is it uh, like 140 signs you have? Hate ah, in the other characters. Yeah, hate. Hate is only four, so, <laughs> so you can put a lot of wow. hate, a lot of exclamation points at the end of that. Uh, Facebook is a pretty good place for hate. Too. 136 to be exact. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Axel One was thanks in the studio with Kai and Randy from Freaks TV. See you next time, Freaks. Freaks out. Bye-bye. The Freaks Podcast is a production of Stuis Media and is recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. Produced by Janine Stango, Lake Lou 